Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, it is early in the morning on Tuesday, April 25th. Glad you are here. Wow, I got up early this morning because, number one, I went to bed early last night, and number two, I wanted to talk about yesterday's activities a little bit today. Of course, if you were following the news, you know that two big headliner news people, newsmen, were let go of their respective networks, one at Fox, one at CNN yesterday. Now, as far as news organizations go, those are about as pluralistic as you could get. So I'm thinking right off the bat, what's in Gemini? Well, Venus was left in Gemini. The moon had moved through, but it was in Cancer. So Venus was sitting there in Gemini in a semi-sextile to Mars in Cancer. Pluto, of course, sitting at zero degrees Aquarius. And right after the eclipse and right after Mercury going retrograde, boom. Now, another observation as I was just pondering on this was Neptune. Neptune is in Pisces, obviously, until 2025. And when you hear that it's at 26 degrees, 33 minutes, you think, Really? It's going to be in there? It doesn't actually leave for good until 2026. Are we talking two more years to move four degrees? Yes. And we're going to talk in a minute about this coming summers, or if you're in Australia, winters, retrogrades. But here's the interesting thing. Next month, May, Neptune will enter 27 degrees. And before it goes retrograde on June 30th, it will have moved almost, well, two-thirds of the way through 27 degrees. That makes Neptune an old Piscean man now. We're getting into those last three degrees, and that means that Neptune is starting to wrap up its business in Pisces, and we have to wrap our heads around that, that as some of these events that we see coming up, especially when they are Neptunian-related, which television, the media, certainly would come under that umbrella, and it would come under that Venusian umbrella in Gemini. And, of course, Pluto at zero degrees, like we said when it got there, is going to hit everything for the next two years. So, obviously, we have some chart symbolism here that is significant in this. Now you step back and you take a look at what's going on. If you were purely a media analyst, would you have said that this was unexpected? I would say no, in neither case. Fox News just, or News Corp, just settled a nearly billion-dollar lawsuit settlement directly related to their content. Now, when I was 21 years old, my broadcast professor in college marched me into a television station in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and got me hired as the news anchor of the 6 and 10 News at 21. So I worked in a newsroom for the first several years of my career. I guarantee you, even back then, which is, you know, dinosaur age compared to now, if the station owners had just settled a huge lawsuit based on what was coming out of the newsroom, there would have been muzzles issued for everybody, probably personalized, on Monday morning, when that lawsuit was settled a couple of weeks ago, my first thought was heads are going to roll. And then at CNN, you see how delicate everything is right now. I mean, the Fox thing you would have expected based on the lawsuit. The CNN situation just came out of nowhere. Well, it, there were rumblings, but it wasn't as triggered by a big major corporate event. 
But do you see how this is going to shape the difference of the way that messages and news and what people say and what they're willing to risk is going to change now? In the public forum, I think yesterday was a huge day. And of course, fake news, as that term was coined, whenever it was coined, I don't remember the origins of it, came under Neptune and Pisces. And now Neptune is wrapping up its business in Pisces. Going to be interesting, folks, with Pluto sitting there at zero degrees Aquarius, baking on that line. Hey, let's talk about retrogrades real quick. I mapped out the summer's retrogrades, and I'm not going to read off this whole list because you'd spit your coffee. But what I will do is put the list on the website somewhere. Just scroll down until you find it if you're interested in it. But here's the summary of when things start happening. Of course, we're in one right now with Mercury. Number two, Pluto, speaking of, begins next Monday, May 1st. Then Saturn is mid-June. Neptune is the end of June. All right, So that gives us, by the end of June, Pluto, Saturn, and Neptune in retrograde. In July, we add Venus and Chiron, and Pluto, Neptune, and Saturn are still there. They're there for quite a while. So now we have Pluto, Saturn, Neptune, Venus, Chiron. Late August, we add Uranus, and then early September, Jupiter. So those two kind of go together. So the way that the summer looks is beginning next Monday, Pluto, then Saturn, then Neptune, then add Venus and Chiron, then add Uranus and Jupiter. All right, now when do they end? Well, Venus is quick. It ends September 4th. Saturn, November 4th. Neptune, December 6th. Chiron and Jupiter, the end of December. And Uranus, the end of next January. So we are getting ready to be in, let's say, by the end of July, all the way through, yeah, November, December. We're talking about a lot. everybody's going to be retrograde almost. Then, of course, we'll have the October eclipse season in there as well. So if you take the what happened yesterday, I mean, it was almost like this ambush, this news ambush. You take that and put it into the bake mode of retrograde. And particularly this eclipse season, you can see where I'm kind of thinking it's going to be an active summer, winter down below the equator, that is ahead of us. So... We'll keep an eye on it. Yesterday was, my just was a jaw dropper. It was like, wow, this is shifting everything. Huge. You guys have a great day. I love you. Mwah. See you tomorrow.